The Pinball Network is online. Launching Pinball Innovators and Makers Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Pinball Podcast focused on the innovators and makers who are crafting homebrew, custom, and retheme pinball machines, the technology that makes these personal projects possible, and the companies helping with these journeys. Custom pinballs are a deeply personal and technically challenging undertaking, requiring time, money, knowledge, and most importantly, the desire to make it happen. I'm Dan Rosenstein, your host. Join me and let's go under the play field and see what's needed to make a custom pinball possible. So today on the podcast, I've got Mike Pegg uh, from Alabama. Mike, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Mike Pegg. Uh, I live in a little bitty rural area of Alabama called Mumford on a little river out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I'm barely able to stream with Dan. Uh, we have to pipe sunshine in here where I'm at. Uh, and we we recently got shoes and we're learning to tie them ourselves. <laughs> Mike, how long have you lived in Alabama? Uh, I moved here in 85. I'm a military family. My dad was Army, retired here. My mom was Navy. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for their service. Were you in the service as well, by any chance? Uh, no, actually, I did not because I lived in it my whole life growing up. Uh, well, but my son did go. He's been in 21 years, and my middle daughter was in for three. Awesome. Well, thank you for all, all their service, and thank you for your service adjacent. Um, so, so real quick, let's start with let's let's hear a little bit about yourself. We know you're you're from Alabama. You, you come from a military family. Um, what are some of your interests, hobbies, uh, and then from there, why don't you go into your pinball backstory? Uh, honestly, I am a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> uh, I grew up in a farm in Ohio. Uh, we did everything ourselves. So, oh, I'm I'm from uh, Ohio as well. Originally, no kidding. So, yeah, uh, actually, a little town is called Shirdsville, but it's out uh, near Atwood Lake, Northeast Ohio. Yeah, I'm, I'm, from, I'm doing... from Northeastern Ohio as well. That's funny. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, go on. So, but we grew up doing everything ourselves. So, had to learn carpentry, electrical, all that, plumbing, all that. So, uh, when we moved down here, uh, I built my own uh, barn dominium. I have a metal building that I built a house inside of. Wait, wait, hold and, on a sec. Did you say barn dominium? Yeah, so what you do is you take a metal warehouse and then you build a apartment inside of it and then you have a shop and an apartment inside of like a, a metal warehouse. Uh, it's really awesome. I mean, 25 years ago when I did it, I was crazy. Now everybody's doing it. So, Well, that's that, that that's the proof that you're onto something right. You know, 25 years yeah. ago, I was wearing flannels and corduroys and they're finally popular again. So there you go. All right, keep, keep, keep going with your story. So anyway... Um, uh, I'm I'm kind of into everything. Uh, I I build custom guitars. I have a shop called Big Deal Customs. Um, I've built hot rods for years until the housing bubble popped back several years ago. And uh, man, I've been into a little bit of everything. I built all the furniture in my home. I built my home myself. Um, so I can do a little bit of everything. I'm an electrical uh, electrician by trade. I have an electronics degree. Uh, in old school electronics, you know, when <laughs> when DOS was uh, the the primary programming function in the world. Hey, uh, for you know, for, so, for some of us, we still use DOS, Mike. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, uh, I'm a ladder logic guy, you know, if then kind of stuff. So that's that's my background. Uh, 
Well, that's that's pretty cool because ladder logic is, I mean, game rules are, you know, at least some relatively uh, straightforward game rules are a lot of ladder logic. And you mentioned carpentry, which clearly has, has come through in the build that you're you're working on. And also you mentioned electronics and electrical. Um, I don't know if, if you've used any plumbing in the, in the project, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit as we, as we go through the build. That's, um, that's actually for the next one. <laughs> maybe it'll be a water themed game. Um, <laughs> Fathom three, maybe. Um, so like, tell, tell, tell the listener a little bit about like what makes you tick and kind of how you approach the hobby. Um, you know, uh, how you approach cu custom building. Who, how you describe yourself? Um, I am an OCD, uh, ADHD type person. Uh, I listened to Ernie's podcast last last week, and Ernie and I are very similar. Uh, he's actually one of the first to ever reach out to me. Um, in August, I had bought a few machines, uh, $300 garbage machines. None of them works. None of them still work, uh, except for... Uh, uh, old game plan Coney Island that I've managed to make sparingly work. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, and actually that's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, but, um, Mike, did was, you, did you play that as a, as a kid? Um, or it like you, like once you got it, it became a, one of your favorites. Uh, no, actually, uh, I never got to play any game plans as a kid. The first pinball machine that I ever put my hands on was a night rider. Okay. Uh, it, an EM machine. It was at a little gas station that was everything in town. It was the mortuary, the funeral home, the gas station, uh, the little general store. And that's not a joke. Mr. Baxter was like the kingpin of Shirtsville, Ohio. So, <laughs> I was I was about to make the joke. Was the owner also the mayor? And then there you go. You just uh, said it. Kind of, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But Mr. Baxter was a really good guy. And uh, but he had a, a, a night rider and uh and then I remember a Harlem Globetrotters came in and I was hooked from that moment on and I have sought machines out most of my life. You know, I went through the video game phase when Pong and it's Space Invaders hit and all that stuff. But eventually as the PlayStation's all, which I'm into those two, I have gravitated back towards the pinball because of the feedback, the feel, the putting your hands on something, you know, the sounds, the whistles, the bells, the lights, you know. Yep. it's it's hypnotizing that that that's so cool that you remember that 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 night rider so so fondly so you mentioned the episode with ernie and i appreciate you mentioning that because when you and i were kind of like first chatting to do the podcast you listened it was right when i had dropped episode two the first interview with ryan and um or kyle excuse me um and you told me that that episode was a seven out of ten and so I wanted to know from you, how would you, and you said you were a tough, a tough grader and a tough critic, uh, which is completely fair. I wanted to know what you thought of the episode of episode three and how you would have rated that. Uh, with Ernie, that was more on my level. So I would say eight or nine. And because the first guy was interesting, don't get me wrong, but it was out of my league. Uh, Ernie is a guy like myself. Ernie has a lot more uh, program savvy than I do, but Ernie falters on the carpentry and build side. So watching Ernie go through these struggles and I, I get Ernie's been really cool about being privy with me on getting to see stuff and he'll send me pictures ahead of time on, before he puts them online. So, Hey man, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And 
I don't know why the guy is so amazingly nice, but uh, I gravitated towards Ernie quickly. And uh, he listens to all my dumb questions. He will take time out of his day when I text him and say, hey, Ernie, I'm stumped. Or, hey, what is, how does this look to you? And every time I get a little heart emoji and it's always <laughs> followed by, that's amazing, or you're killing it, or that's awesome. And he has been one of the top five guys for being um, supportive to me. And, uh, you know, when I stepped into this, Dan, uh, I had not any contact with Strictly Custom Pinball or Pinside. I didn't know about any of this stuff before August. And I bought this uh, Space Invaders with the idea of retheming it for Big Deal Customs for my shop. And when I got it home, the legs fell off. It broke and hit the ground. It was full of mold. The wood was rotted out. So it was, it was a, it's actually at a burn pile in my yard right now, sadly. <laughs> but, and then I just started building a cabinet with no dimensions. Um, I just kind of winged it and got similar to what was already there. So I jumped into something like Ernie where he said feet first instead of head first, uh, because that's my character. I'm, I'm a guy who I was taught you can't be beat by anything that's material. If it can't think for itself, it can't beat you. <laughs> so I took that, uh, you know, head on and I went and started building this cabinet, started posting pictures. And then uh, Jake Danzig reached out to me and I don't know how he even saw it, but uh he said, hey, I got this thing going on called uh, Simply Custom Pinball. So I jumped on there and, you know, started meeting some of these people, said, hey, there's this place called Pinside. And uh, that's been extremely helpful and hurtful in the same way. Mm -hmm. There's probably as equally as many trolls as there are people on who want to, uh, you know, push you forward. So. Well we you, you know you you mentioned just real quick you mentioned Jake and um and and Kyle and Ernie and yourself like it's great meeting nice good helpful people and i absolutely agree with you pinside can be extremely toxic but that said there are those those nuggets and what i found is the the custom group on pinside as well as strictly customs which which Jake runs as you said and and Ernie's community on on discord are all great places to, to get help, find people who are just good human beings, helpful, kind, um, you know, just want to want to see the best in each other. And I'm 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 really glad, like one of the things that I've been enjoying about doing this podcast is meeting new people who share that that positive aspect of pinball. Um and 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 I think I think that's awesome. I think part of it, you know, is that those that create or are interested in the creating and the making have to keep a positive attitude otherwise they don't get through the project and so and we'll 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 talk about that 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 some more um so so that said um you know my goal for this episode is to get i, I had originally listed better than a 7.5 from you but since you said Ernie's episode was an 8 i'm i'm going for an 8.5 today with you so let's let's give the listener a, a killer show um, and one thing that you told me is that you were going to give me three minutes of real info and 27 minutes of BS. So I'm holding you to that for this one. <laughs> That's um, good because I've already burned up all the information that I had for you, Dan. I, I think I think there's a couple, a couple more. So um, I think I, I think I, I I used up my stuff too quickly. I should have like sparsely put it out there instead of using it all in one 
two minutes fan. Well, let, let, let's see if I can earn my keep then, because, you know, they they pay me so much that uh, that that maybe my questions will lead us to a couple more minutes of good content. Uh, and then we can we can splice together a three minutes. It's a huge three responsibility summer. being a big star, Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, let, let's start with um, what does homebrew and custom mean to you? You, you and I had some some dialogue back and forth um, as the Twippies were being being announced, and you had you had some you had some good thoughts there. And you know, I don't I don't necessarily have to agree with your perspective. The listener doesn't have to agree with your perspective, but I think you you've got a voice and 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 thoughts. So let let's hear about it. Let's let's hear what your thoughts are about homebrew and custom. Well, um, my biggest beef, I think, with the whole homebrew community is the separation of what we're doing as opposed to what we're, our abilities are. I, like I said, I can build wood. I can do a lot of electronics, but I'm really out of my realm of uh, my knowledge. I'm, I've been winging this for the last couple months. You know, after the cabinet part was over and I started on the play field, I went into absolute backwards compatibility. So I think in the homebrew community, I had explained to you the other day that I think, you know, it's like building a house or buying a house and renovating it. Did you build your house from the ground up or did you buy a house and you renovated it? If you renovated it, it's a rethink. If you build it from the ground up, it's a homebrew. You know, did I build it at home or did I, you know, buy something and put a different facade on it? So. Um, and I think a lot of people take me wrong in that aspect because I have no doubt that the work involved in a homebrew or a retheme aren't equally as impossible to get done as the other. There is no differential to me. I mean, you take an entire machine, take it all apart, you know, you're already in trouble. You know, the first time, the first wire you pull loose, you're creating problems in pinball. You know, it's like, and then, and then, oh, did I take pictures? Oh my God, where did that go? You know, oh, oh, oh it's and, on the drawings. And 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 Mike, let's be clear. Even if you took pictures, the picture wasn't at the right angle for the thing that you're going to need later on. But the lighting wasn't right, or it was blocked by something, and the schematic doesn't have the exact information you need when you're yeah, rebuilding. You are so correct because I am I am in the home stretch on my homebrew now. Uh, I turned it on. The magic smoke did not come out, by the way, which is a, a a huge accomplishment. So just the fact that the flippers will kind of flip and stuff like that is great. But my problem is that my schematics are wrong. Um, and I've got intermittent little things going on. And I've changed a lot of things. I've swapped over, um, you know, parts and, and stuff like that. So what I thought was going to be a homebrew and a simple Hey, I'm just going to retheme this thing. Has turned into an absolute fiasco, and um, you know, like a bank heist that's gone bad. <laughs> so I'm in the bank right now with bags of money in my hand, and I have no escape plan. Well, uh, that's part of doing this podcast. Let's see. Let's see if we can get you an escape route. Maybe, maybe Ernie, myself, and others can be your proverbial guy in the chair who's who's going to help you, you get, get out about of there. six guys to just roll in down here at my house and uh, go through this thing with me. That would be even better. So, 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 Mike, it's actually funny you say that. Um, you know, it, it, a professional pinball company, and in fact, anybody who professionally makes something is usually not just a, a, a one person show. They usually have a few people doing pro, uh, uh, 
software development, a few, you know, a person doing game rules, another one doing game design, another group of people who actually build the cabinets and another, uh, you know, art department, it, 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 it control systems engineers, mechanical engineers. And so all of us who go down this route of a retheme or a custom or a homebrew, whether it's a renovation project, a restoration project, or a full, full, full complete build, um, all of us take on roles, some of which are in our wheelhouse and some of which are not. As an example, you know, I am not a carpenter. Like, can I use power tools? Absolutely. But I do not have the gift of the craft of working with wood. Like I can construct a box and that's, you know, that that's yeah. my limit. Um, I happen to be a control systems engineer. And so once I get under the play field, I'm, I'm very comfortable. Um, and so I, I would absolutely love, you know, a week or a weekend of getting together in your, in, in your, what, what do you call it? Your, your condo barn, barn dominium, barn dominium with like, you know, folks that are good at art and folks, you know, you, you, you with, with woodworking cabinetry and like, just go to town and build a pinball machine from scratch. I think that would be like the world's coolest thing. Um, you know, unfortunately, the real world gets in our way, and we've got lives and jobs and kids and et cetera. And so, I think the next best thing is doing these types of interviews, talking to people when we're, you know, it, it, we have the ability to go to shows. Is you know, we're recording this when Texas Pinball Festival is going on. I'm sure the folks that are there are having a great time um, ta talking customs. And so, let's let let let's do the same here. Uh, so, what um what are some uh, customs that have given you inspiration? Uh. uh First, well, right off the bat, Ernie's League of Legends is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Uh, watching that, I have watched that evolve from a, a partial playfield to the second playfield to his third playfield to his upper playfields. And watching Ernie go through the shots and be willing to take stuff apart that he has worked hard on and then discard it for something newer and different and taking those risks is just mind-blowing. Um, Elf, I think is fantastic. Um, is it Tanner Petch? Is that how you say his name? I, I, I honestly don't know. Let, let's go with that. And hopefully he'll forgive us if, if we said it wrong. Yeah. Well, and he's the one that did trash land and he's got some, that guy is out of the box, the out of the box builders. Now don't get me wrong. I love Ernie stuff. I love that. But in my opinion, I get all the time on, on custom pages, like, you know, Hey, what, which regulation cabinet did you use? I, I'm the wrong guy to ask about regulation. <laughs> I don't give two t cat parts about regulation sizes. The word custom in itself means I can do whatever the crap I want to do. <laughs> so when I start on a project, I'm not looking at what other people have done because the idea of custom is what's in my brain and I have that vision where I see things finished before I start them. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm a painter. Yeah. I did all the custom paint on my stuff. Uh, I've painted tons of custom guitars and things like that. So, and I dabble in a little bit of everything, but you know, so when I set out something like that's what got me in trouble on this one, Dan, I, I already had a vision. I didn't lay out shots. I didn't lay out, uh, where the ball's going to roll. I just started putting crap on there and I just <laughs> went crazy. And I'm just like, you know, putting lights in there. And, oh, this is going to look cool here. And then I don't know if you know that I dropped my first play field and busted it. Yeah, I was, it, that, that was back in uh, late October, right? Yeah. So my yeah. girlfriend said that she thought somebody died here <laughs> because 
I literally moped around his house for days and she really got on my butt about that. And, uh, cause I'm not a quitter and that, that one, it, it broke my heart, Dan. I'm not going to lie. That hurt me. Yeah. When, um, I, 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 oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Oh, when I, when I started back and I got the new play field, I thought, you know what? The ramp shot wasn't going to work. The orbit wasn't going to work. Maybe this time I should try to see where those are going to go first <laughs> and then build the play field around the, the cool paint and all that stuff afterwards, you know? So um, you you said you said a number of things that I had uh, taken down in my notes um as I was doing pre prep and like let's let's just go right right into them um so the 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 first thing is I think your your story is really drill first it's not even head first so that's that that, that that's how we're going to summarize it yes. um it's you know it's actually a, a fantastic learning that um you know it's it's really unfortunate that you dropped the playfield I completely understand it it being like someone in the in the family had died um and you you taking it that personally um but I I really love the fact that you took out of it a learning experience for you know and 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 really good wisdom to share with oh, could the, the the community at this point around lay out those shots try those shots out even if you are going drill first um at, you, you know as, as 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 i say um you talked about the painting and i actually wanted to to key in on that i'm going to be like I'm, I'm completely honest with you when i saw your cabinet and playfield for the first time i think it was on strictly it might have been on pinball enthusiasts or strictly customs i don't remember which one i was like oh my god that color combination is horrific I was like, that is the ugliest green I've seen. That is the ugliest purple I've seen. Like there's these weird lines. Like I'm I'm being completely transparent. I am offering my hundred percent to tell yeah. me that, Dan. So I'm, it's not and I'm not offended. I'm I'm offering you like my honest bias on it. And here's the thing, okay? As I watched your build unfold, and as we started talking over the months, I think we first connected back in January. Um I realized three things. The first one is, my God, I was wrong. Number two, this guy has a level of craftsmanship in build and 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 paint that is above a professional level. Like you can take a car or a you know a a a, a pinball machine to a professional, and they wouldn't get the type of work that you apply to your machine. Okay. It became evident as it unfolded. And the third one, oh, you're, you're, you're welcome. And the third one is something that you said very quickly, which I want to go back to, which is it became clear you had a vision in your head because fast forward to March 25th, a couple of days ago, when you published the video of your first power on test and play, and you see the whole play field, all the color combo, the, the purpose of the game being for your custom, uh, 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 for your custom um, guitar shop, um, it became a cohesive unit, okay? And you don't get that cohesive unit without a plan from the beginning. And those colors popped what you were trying to do. And I, I you know, I, I realized a long time ago, it was a number of months now that I realized my initial impression was wrong. But to to the community, what what I want to say on that is you see a paint job don't look at it for what you see today, but what the designer or the custom builder or the maker like Mike are looking for when they're done with this project. Because Mike, it is a gorgeous work of art. 
tell yeah tell so let's backtrack and tell tell the listener more about how you chose the green and purple how it fits the theme um why why those deliberate choices were taken okay so as i mentioned earlier i was in the car building thing for years and doing the hot rods and the uh (coughs) excuse me and the colors are actually dodge 70s colors so the green is grabber green from the early uh, Hemi cars. The Kudas, yeah. It's actually called uh, Plum Crazy, which is also from the Dusters, from the old Dodges. And uh, several of the colors, the pink fades and all that thing that I put in there were variations of of cars that I have seen or done or worked on throughout the years. And uh, I've back in the, uh, I want to say the mid to late 90s, we got into the Nopi thing a little bit, which was a little Fast and Furious cars and built a few of those. And watching the color combinations that people would come to us, and we would we built several of those. And uh, we're, so, so, sorry, my, were, were you were you building customs like for for a living, or was it a hobby at this point? Uh, actually, it was a side gig. I've always been an electrician, but uh, I've sold several cars. I've I've had a truck in uh, a magazine before. Uh, won several car shows with uh, some custom Corvettes I had built and things like that. Uh, but just taking those aspects of things that I've seen that don't normally work together and then putting them together in a correct manner or how you overlay colors with other colors makes them seem to be more vivid, uh, it, more pleasing to the eye than the average person would think. And my thoughts on this pinball was I want it to be loud and I want it to stand out. I want people to notice it when they walk in the room over every other pinball machine there. And that was really what I was going for was uh, being, you know, audastic, uh, standout, loud, you know, rude. You know, people say, holy crap, what the, you know, <laughs> and that like it or not, that's the first one they're going to go to in the room, Dan. You're you're absolutely right. Like, look, look the, you, you were talking about the, the specific names of the colors and, you know, I, I happen to be a car guy as well. We, we can you know, shoot, shoot their shit about that later on. Awesome, um, but, uh, and the, you know, when you said the green on the the Dodge and, the, and, and I saw the Kudas, I was like, oh my God, that's absolutely right. That's exactly where I've seen the color. And to to that yeah. point- You saw you, it in your mind immediately. It, 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 and it didn't, it didn't click until you just said it. But then you, you know, when, when you go to a car show and you see a 70s Hemi Cuda, that's the car, green one. You go to that car first. You go to it because it looks completely different. You're absolutely right on this. Yeah. And that was my thought was I wanted something to grab people. I wanted something that grabbed my attention and something that I don't look at and get bored with all the time. Uh, my my guy that helped me with my back glass, uh, Nick McDaniel, he's in, uh, it's called Dirty South Goodies. Uh, he races dirt bikes with me. Uh, we race cross-country dirt bikes in a group called SECA, uh, Southeast Cross-Country Association. And Nick kind of reached out to me a little bit and I was having some issues and I, I, I reached out for help on Facebook. Hey, I need some graphics help. And uh, I explained to Nick, I said, look, I want that cartoonish 70s, 80s retro pinball look on my back glass. Nick did one take on it, sent me a picture and nailed it at the first go round. I was like, yeah, that's it, man. You got it, you know? And then everything kind of started evolving back. And when I dropped the play field, 
And I decided it can be better because Nick has just trumped my machine with his back glass. So, and that helped push me a little further, making the next look more realistic. Uh, you know, the colors a little more vivid and especially what are the little side rails called that support, you know, yeah. you know, paint them a little more vivid this time so that they match up and flow with them. Cause I see guys build these great machines and then they just have wood side rails or black side rails, <laughs> you know, nothing wrong with that, but I wanted everything to flow, you know, all the metal, all the wood, the, you know, I, I made my legs custom, you know, I laser cut big deal into my legs, you know, they have crowns on them. I, I was going to say you got the, yeah, the, 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 the I was yeah. just about to say you read my mind. Yeah. So, you know, and I thought, you know, cause there is only one leg in pinball. Every machine on the planet has the same legs. How's that custom, you know? So, and that's something I'm looking into later, kind of like Ernie did with Trident. Cause I'm, mm -hmm. I'm talking to some guys now with some machine shops and looking into maybe doing uh, custom laser engraved legs uh, in the future. That's awesome. That's super, yeah. super cool. And it, it's, it's great that, you, you know, uh, one of the things I love about being a control system engineer is that, and, and a robotics engineer is that it brings multiple different disciplines together. You know, you, in, in working with pinball, which is a giant control system, you've got electronics, you've got electrical systems, you've got software, you've got mechanical systems, you've got the cabinet, you, you're bringing a lot of expertise together. And the fact that you're bridging your custom car world and your bike world and your your network together to make your machine better and the community better for it. Now that you're thinking about, you know, doing, doing legs, doing custom, uh, 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 custom laser, uh, uh, etching. I think, I think it's absolutely awesome and you should absolutely pursue that. And I can't wait to see how you go from a maker today to an innovator tomorrow that helps others, you know, with, with, with product, with technology, with, with, with methodology. Um, it's it, like, you should be teaching a master class on painting and color choice and and cabinet construction and just like overall like mechanism um uh uh uh, uh layout etc et and and so with with that um i want to talk about some of the things on your pinball machine where where you're at today um one of the most striking things besides the color is the and i've seen many people commented on it is your one of your ramps has LED like LED strips running across it? Talk to me about how you know how you got to that, where that came from, what was the inspiration? Well, being an electrician, uh, I'm a commercial industrial guy. I'm not a residential guy, but uh, we do a lot of oddball things in some places. But I've been, you know, in the pinball community, an LED strip is this one that comes on a little roll and it's twenty dollars off Amazon. You know. In my world, we have way better technology than that. And, and that's, you know, and I hate to even touch on that, but actually I think it's good for the pinball community to understand that pinball parts are not the end all be all. You know, there is a whole world of innovation out there that can be used in pinball that these guys miss. You know, transformer guys are the worst. Hey, it's gotta be a Williams transformer for Williams. You know, or you, hey, we can't find transformers anymore with these multi-taps. Well, I don't know if they're aware. In my world, we use those every day in PLC cabinets and things yep. like that. So we just order them from electrical supply house, you know. So, yeah, they're still out there. Just but just, the just call light, up just call up Platt and you're, you'll, you'll get what you need. Yeah. So the LED light thing, you know, we've done those in, you know, like little hotels and things like that. And they have these neon strips. 
and you can't see the lights in them like you can through the cheaper ones where mm -hmm. you can still pick out the hot spots. Uh, mine does not have the hot spot issue. It looks like a continuous neon. And that's what I was going for. I really want the tube version, but they are extremely expensive to get a, a actual LED neon tube. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like 80 bucks a foot. So, you know, cost is a prohibitive thing for me in my business. You know, I have house payments, car payments, you know, sure. I work constantly. So, you know, for right now, I did what I can and I found the next best alternative uh, for the time being. That, that that's awesome. So um, we'll we'll post uh, your pin side link if that's okay with you for the show notes. Um, and you know that that way people can both contact you and and see the progress yeah, in the build. Absolutely. Um. So so what's next? What's next for your machine? Um. You're you know I know you're currently debugging through some issues. Um. What are what are some improvements you want to make? And what what do you want to do next with it? Or with you know what what's your next machine? Well, um, right now I'm having some intermittent flipper problems. I'm having some phantom uh, flip problems on my left side. I've got the dual flippers with the open and close, normally open and close switches. Uh, I have a few more uh, surprises installed in store for the uh, cabinet. Uh, I have some of those lightning bulbs that you put where you touch and the electricity crackles and follows your hand. They will be going oh, in. The, that's in awesome. That. Um, and as you know, I did an MP3 player with a jukebox in mind also. So when it's not being a pinball machine, you can actually pipe your music through it and play it as a jukebox. Um, I have several auxiliary inputs so I can do sound, um, you know, radio, your phone, whatever, you know, Spotify or whatever you like through through the pinball machine. So, so, so Mike, um, you, you bring up sound, um, you know, th this machine is a, a tribute to you and your custom guitar work and your custom automotive work. Um, have you, have you considered like getting guitar, like solos and riffs that you made into the machine? And do you know Actually, how to go about doing that? I already have uh, 12 samples recorded. I have the uh, Spark Fun Wave soundboard in there now. I'm having problems programming it because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, I have a little recording studio of my own. And uh, so I've already downloaded some stuff. I've got some great intro music ready for it. Uh, guitar solo. Actually, I robbed that uh, little thing from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they say excellent and go <laughs> with the guitars. You know, uh, that pops, you know, uh, one of the sounds on the ramp. And then when you uh, pop the special, it says, because uh, I feel heavy metal. Uh, by Blur, song number two, uh, things like that. I, I mean, I've got some great, you know, I've got uh, the intro when you pull the uh, uh, the plunger back. It's It says, Are You Ready by Corn. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and goes into uh, uh, Cult of Personality by Living Color and things like that, you know. Uh, sound has been a little tricky because I'm having to do switches on switches. I've mm -hmm. uh, been following some guys that have done that also. Uh, but you know, overall, I think for not having a clue what in the crap I'm doing, Dan, I'm actually a lot further ahead right now than I really thought I was going to be in August. And 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 the thing that's you know it's it's been it's been a relatively short amount of time. Um, and the thing that you know I I enjoy seeing and I you know I I, I really appreciate 
is that you're enjoying it. You're having a great time with it. It is it is clear from when you talk about it, from when you I am about it, from when you post on on Pinside or Strictly Customs, you know, and then seeing your friends and your your community outside of pinball, how they're embracing it because it's it's an extension of you. It's 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 awesome. So um Mike, we 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 have a couple minutes left. Um and be before we adjourn, like is there any anything that you want to tell the listener, like advice that you have or um, things that you you wish you would have known before before you started this or you know anything like that honestly dan i think the biggest message i really want to get out in this podcast specifically because this is a homebrew podcast is that i want to see these guys who are scared to death of this get involved um i reached out to all tech as you as i told you uh Dave Seedman, I believe is his name, has been super helpful. You know, all these guys in the programming that know this stuff are, are not at all concerned by the programming side. I have no clue about that. The the uh, Arduinos, the uh, what the all these little things that these guys are doing, they scare me to death. Um, but what I do know is there are a ton of machines out there, Bally's, Williams 95s, and all these other systems, system 11s, that have all these great features on these boards. Guys could take um, an Alltech board, for example, because that's what I'm using. Mm -hmm. um, I took parts of Space Invaders and parts of other Bally games and move the things around where I wanted them to. There are so many switches and bumpers and flippers and things. You don't need to learn for your first time or two to reprogram. You can repurpose these manufactured boards. You can wire them. You can get a download of the, uh, the, the system drawings and schematics, and you can wire two flippers straight from a, an Alltech um, solenoid board and make them work right off the bat with a power supply. So my message, my biggest thing is to the guys who want to do this and are afraid of the programming, that should not hold you out back in this day and time. There are options out there. There are opportunities. There's guys like me taking risks. Because I honestly, Dan, I have no clue what the heck I'm doing. But I know how to read a schematic. I know that 48 volts, flips a coil, and you can turn it on and off. The biggest message I really want to get out, Dan, is that it's legitimate for everybody to get involved. Um, whether you're scared of the cabinet or you're scared of the programming or you're scared of the play field, a sheet of plywood is 50 bucks. You can get four play fields out of a sheet of plywood. Uh, go out, get buy one, cut a bunch of holes in it, drill first, you know, make it first, put cardboard on it. Take pencils and draw on it with crayons. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, uh, as I said earlier, I've never done this, but I know that I can do it just because I'm willing to try. And I think that's where a lot of guys get fearful. Uh, well, and the other part is it's, it's hella expensive. You know, I'm so deep in this now that if I was to quit, uh, my girlfriend would probably disown me and I would probably <laughs> shoved out of the house you know and be she's like you know it's like how far are you into this and i was like oh 30 40 bucks you know she just looks at me like uh yeah that's a lie you know when i dropped that play field and broke it down i figured it up there was 300 bucks in paint on that 
Wow. A hundred dollars in inserts. Um, all, all the t I don't even want to begin on time, you know, 40 bucks worth of plywood, whatever, you know, so I probably lost $700, $1,000 in dropping that play field, you know, and uh, the, and the money to me right now is probably the biggest factor. Um, I, I have a lot of visions, but a lot of uh, monetary uh, blockades. So I just do what I can with what I have, you know, uh, I make, I make tons of stuff. And like Ernie talked about getting ramps, I ordered one of them $30 boxes from Rampomatic and, you know, cut up some pieces and I'm just like him, you know, I just do the best I can with what I got. That's that, that, that's amazing. Um, the, the, so, so, so you're absolutely right on the, on the finances side. Um, time wise, you know, there, there, there's, 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 there's time, there's money. There's also like a confidence to go do it. Now the confidence piece, you got, you're, you're over that hump. And that's one of the things you've said is just like, just dive in, drill first in this case, or in Ernie's case, Absolutely. you know, feet, uh, 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 head first. Um, the money point I, I completely appreciate and get the time piece. Now you mentioned, you mentioned you've, you've got a family, um, you know, you've got a girlfriend who, who takes, who takes up time. You've got, you've got a job. So how do you make the time for the, for the hobby? Um, I'm typically gone from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. And uh, it might be an hour drive time, both one way. Uh, so uh, when I walk in the door, uh, I feed dogs. Uh, I, I do, you know, take out the trash, everything I can as quickly and as efficiently as I can. And then I go out and I get at least one hour a night in the shop, uh, which is never enough. You get out your soldering iron, you get out all your stuff. There's 20 minutes gone. Now I'm down to 40 minutes of fiction. And then I'm trying to figure out, well, what am I going to do? And then there's another 10 minutes gone. So, you know, I actually get about 30 minutes and then, and then it's clean up stuff, put yeah. stuff up, go back in the house, you know, eat, shower, go to bed. And, and so, there, so, so there's about seven and a half minutes of actual, of actual play. Yeah. Actual work <laughs> time on the, on the pinball machine. Yeah, yeah, you're probably being a little generous there with the seven and a half minutes. Oh, if you know, maybe it's six minutes. It's it's ten yeah. percent of the time you allocated is actually time spent on on pushing the the, the actual details of the machine forward. Um, yeah. No, and and so the you know it sounds like your girlfriend. You you joked about it, but she's she's supportive of of your time and 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 of the hobby. Um, oh yeah, I've actually got her drug her to a couple pinball tournaments that we've. I've never been to one and she's never been around that. And I drug her off to a, a group here in Alabama called uh, PIP and they invited us open arms. And, uh, you know, we went there. I got uh, dead last 31st placed. Uh, and my girlfriend actually beat me. Who's <laughs> never played pinball before. <laughs> uh, she, matter of fact, she was killing it on the EM machines. You know, they made us play a new machine, old machine, new machine, old machine. And uh, in the, in the brackets and, she was just slaughtering people on the old machines, you know, and uh, it was just, I, it, but I could see that twinkle in her eye. Uh, and we watched uh, Pinball, The Man Who Saved the Game last night. Oh, my God. Great, great film. I was amazingly surprised that I thought it was going to be a boring, just crazy. I loved how Roger actually did his own commentary for his character. I thought it was fantastically done. Uh, we both enjoyed it immensely. Uh, and I, you know, how his girlfriend kind of supported him on, you know, how crazy April does the same thing. 
she watches me go blindly into these projects and thinks, oh, my God, how much is he going to spend this time? Or, you know, or, oh, my God, what has he got himself to? And she just goes along. She's like, you got this. You want me to play pinball? Uh, OK, sure. You know, and and then we come home and we critique machines and, uh, you know, and what kind of fun time we had. And uh, and it's gone from there. And now I've got her almost completely hooked. I've got. I've got to push a little harder, but I think I about got her in the in the loop. We're we're so, looking at a machine now, trying to decide what we want. And of course, the first one she gravitated was an Adams family. Uh, I was like, so yeah, pick the most expensive, used, hardest to get game on the planet, and that's the one you want. Yeah, great. Well, <laughs> you get it, don't you? Oh, I. Yeah, I I absolutely get it. So, so, so she likes the EM machine. So, does is is she is she a nudger as well? She keeps the ball in play, or she's just really re really good on the flippers. Okay, so our idea of being good at pinball is uh, stay above the flippers and aim for the flashy lights. <laughs> we 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 neither one of us have ever touched many of the new games. So we go to a pinball, you know, and they've got everything, you know, Transformers, you know, all the, you know, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all, you know, uh, Rush and, you know, <laughs> all this. New, and we've neither one ever touched one of these machines in our lives. And I, and she's like, so what what do we do on this one? I said, keep the ball above the flippers <laughs> and shoot for the whatever's flashing. And and Mike, have a good time. Because if yeah, you're having a good time, what's the point of it? Fun. And of course, when we walked out of there and I'm in 31st place, my girlfriend's like, hey, by the way, did I mention that I beat you? I was like, yeah, I, th I think I think that came up. Yeah, but but as the case goes with you, from what I've, you know, from, from my limited time in, in talking to you and interacting with you, you went back another tournament. And how'd you do that oh, second time? And I ended up fifth. <laughs> yeah, we had a blast. Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> You, you never told me how'd she do in that tournament uh really badly <laughs> look 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 somebody's got to get first and somebody's got to get last so yeah it's that's absolutely right it's but so, we're, right now i mean we're one and one a piece so you know <laughs> well mike listen it's been i i i, I think you you went above and beyond the, there was, I think, more than three minutes of, of, of good content here and good information. You've been an absolute blast to talk to. Um, I, I, I genuinely did, hope did this I, is. Did I cover my BS quota though? Did oh, I get... uh, ab absolutely. I think, oh, I think just we just got more than 27 I... minutes of that. Yeah. That, that was very important to me that I, that I did not miss my, my quota of BS in there. Um, I, 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 I hope that this is the start and not the end of our conversations. Um, I have no doubt that you will continue uh, being an, a, a, a major person in the in the community, major help for others. Um, I, I can already see it seeing started to blossom. I know that both of us didn't make it out to TPF, but I do hope to see you um, at at a show and see the machine at a show. And if not, I'm coming down to Alabama, or, you know, to 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 play on the on the machine. And if you're gonna have a reveal party or what you plan on doing, but I definitely yes. want to keep keep hearing about your journey. I also am here to help you if I can help you. I will be one of the people who you know, who, 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 who offers any, any, any help that you need. I don't know if I'll be able to help you, but like that said, is appreciative though. Cause I, I'm, I'm right now I'm at the point where I am almost at my limit on knowledge and I'm going to have to start reaching out. And, but, and, and that's the great thing about this hobby and the, 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 the people that it attracts is 
we're all thirsty for knowledge. We're all willing to learn new things. And, you know, we know we're not going to be an expert craftsman the very first time we do it, but by the third or the 10th, maybe, maybe we'll have a, a couple skills to share with others. So absolutely. My hey, thing, one thing, thing, I, oh, yeah. one yeah. thing I do want to say, Dan, is I really want to uh, give some thanks to guys like Jake, uh, Ernie, uh, mud flaps on, I don't know who he is, but he's been really good to me. Um, Robert Burke, the King of Chicago pinball yeah. reached out to me, called me physically and told me that he is rooting for me and that he is excited for me. And I have no idea who this cat is. And then I look him up online and I was like, Holy cow, this guy took five minutes of his day to call me and tell me that he loves what I'm doing and that he's behind me and supporting me. And that about this community is what's so fantastic. There are good dudes out there, uh, despite the ones who are just there to talk trash. I have been blessed with some amazing new friends and personalities in, in this world. And I'm thankful for that. And, and, and Mike, we're thankful and blessed to have you in our lives as well, because you're adding to it. You are a core piece of this community. Thank Thanks, you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you very much for taking the time off out of a Sunday. Tell April, thank you for the time as well. I cannot wait to see the 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 bugs get worked out of the machine and 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 to see to see full play and full sound. Um, and I, I look forward to to continue talking with you. Thanks. Hey, you have a great day, brother, and I appreciate you. Thanks. Cheers. Uh, Thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks for listening, and I can't wait to see what you make.